Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Priya Rao, and here with me today is Carolyn Bojanowski, the SVP and GM of e-commerce at Sephora. Carolyn, how are you? I'm so good, Priya. It's so nice to see you and be with you today. It's so great to see you, Carolyn. I feel like you probably, of all the people in beauty, have had the most insane job these last 19 months. I mean, you've totally reinvented the wheel when it comes to e-commerce and digital um, at Sephora. But before we get there, I know you've been at Sephora a while, but how did you find yourself in the beauty industry? Were you a beauty junkie growing up? Were you someone who knew they wanted to be in beauty? And how was it how did it all come together? Yeah. So I um, didn't know it at the time, but reflecting back, it makes a lot of sense. I grew up with a dad who was a candy buyer. So my childhood was testing and trying different candies, looking at, you know, trends like Sour Patch things or super hot, you know, candy, stuff like that. He would bring home from work and and just say, you know, hey, kids, do you like this? Um, and also grew up going to candy shows, which was like, you know, we called my dad Willy Wonka. It was like a, a very fun um, upbringing. So sort of came to realize, you know, when I was in college and thinking about what did I want to be when I grow up, um, that, you know, beauty was really the candy, you know, for, for of adulthood maybe, or even, in, you know, before adulthood. And Um, Ended up getting into retail, um, went to a corporate management trainee program at The Gap, and then landed at Sephora um, right after that. So, yeah, it sort of of makes a lot of sense in hindsight that I get to work for this this candy store beauty. (laughs) That is so funny, Carolyn. And just a sidebar, I did the retail management program at The Gap right after college, too. Oh, my gosh. So we'll we'll have to touch base on that because I do feel like there are so many people who did that program and it was an iconic program and now they're everywhere. And obviously you're one of those people. Um, So Carolyn, tell me about e-commerce because I feel like when people talk about beauty, beauty marketing or beauty sales, you know, back, you know, 20 years ago, they were talking about just like in-store experiences and associates and, you know, you really are revitalizing everything digital at Sephora now. Yeah, I think that what's been so fortunate for me and this journey in retail and in beauty is that Sephora's always been very committed to the digital experience and, you know, making that connection for our clients about having awesome beauty tools, you know, at your tips, whether that be in-store with a beauty advisor or online with the different content and tools that we have there. So, it's really been more of a seamless integration than, than what I've seen sort of at other retailers or just other brands getting into the e-commerce space um, because we invested early. You know, we we saw that there was an opportunity to figure this out, which, you know, I think at the time, you know, 20 years ago, it was kind of like, you know, would we ever really be selling lipstick off of a website? Like, it just seemed, you know, not, not the place to start. So... Um, I've been fortunate enough that, you know, Sephora as a brand has always sort of embraced e-commerce and and, and been a, a thought leader um, in the space. So tell me a little bit about the last 18, 19 months have been like for you, because yes, Sephora has been a thought leader, but you did so much so quickly when March 2020 hit here in the U.S. So, you know, what were some of the kind of key pillars or ideas you had when you really had no time to think about it? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I know you said at the beginning, it's it was crazy. It's 
it was like crazy fun because, you know, despite obviously how difficult everything was, I, you know, I think from a work perspective, it's sort of, you know, we just had to go faster. You know, I think we always had these sort of ideas of we wanted to do things like buy online and pick up in stores, always on our roadmap. But was it a priority? Maybe not as much. Um, and obviously with COVID and stores shutting down, it was just something that we had to do. And everyone at Sephora just rallied behind it and we just did it so quickly um, and we're able to to launch that um, initiative. Also, you know, partnering with um, people like Instacart, something I never thought we would do, right? Like getting the getting into a marketplace that at that time really only served grocery stores. Um, and it was really cool that they came to us and said, you know, we have clients who are searching for lipstick, who are searching for shampoo, and we don't have any anything that's really servicing that right now. So the fact that we were able to integrate with somebody like Instacart so quickly to, um, y- you know, just just sort of doing things I never thought I'd be doing, I guess. <laughs> Carolyn, tell me a little bit about this this idea of convenience, which Sephora was really big on, obviously, during COVID and now is still with, you know, buy online, pick up in store, curbside, Instacart, and then also Sephora's positioning as a luxury retailer. Because I think, you know, this definition of luxury has totally changed in the last yeah. year. And so how did you kind of balance that? Because, you know, obviously people were like, I'm buying my groceries on Instacart, but am I really going to buy, you know, a $30 lipstick? Yeah. I, I, you know, what we always say and think about for our clients is time, right? Is sort of the, the scarcest resource. And if you can really give someone back time, that is another way to think about having a luxury experience. Um, so I think for us, you know, when everybody, you, you know, sort of pivoted to this world of convenience and things like curbside and doing partnerships with Instacart, we really thought about it as a as a way to sort of continue Sephora's luxury brand positioning. You know, we're this is this is a time save. This is making your life easier. And we're doing it um, you know, in a way that I think continues our brand positioning and experience because for Bopis, for example, you, you know, could go into store and interact with a beauty advisor who can help, you know, augment whatever you've chosen or if you have questions, um, things like that. So I think that you know, we just see it as an extension of the luxury experience. What I would say with um, Same Day, which is an initiative that we just launched, you know, that was one where it just sort of, it removes any sort of barrier of, you know, I don't even need to think twice about this. Um, so we actually just launched Same Day um, on October 11th, which I'm, you know, the birthday of Same Day at Sephora. Um, which enables majority of our clients to, you know, hit Sephora.com and get their, you know, beauty in around two hours. Um, and that's been something where I'm like, that's the ultimate luxury. It's ultimate convenience. And, um, you know, our clients are just, I don't want to say they're addicted, but it feels like, you know, it, it's just thing you don't even have to think twice about because it's so easy and convenient. 
Well, I imagine they are addicted when you think about, you know, an event you're going to or Halloween this weekend, you know, like, oh, I don't have this thing. Why not just like order it, get it here, just like I do DoorDash or Seamless or anything else that I would buy. Exactly, exactly. How have those programs kind of been working? Would you say that it's uh, maybe opened you up to a new Sephora customer or that maybe it's that you're deepening a relationship with the existing customer or both? I think it's both. I mean, I think that um, for, you know, an avid Sephora consumer, it's just another way to, you know, to to shop with us. And then I think that for our new clients, which we did garner a lot of new clients during this time, you know, of store closures and, and, and things like that. I think it's just, you know, one of those things that maybe is expected, right, in the e-commerce landscape that you, yeah, you can get your mascara in two hours or less. Um, and they sort of see it with us and it's a really obvious, it's a really obvious choice. So it's been great because we're seeing new clients. We're seeing, like you said, deepening, um, the relationship with existing clients and, you know, just it's frequency too, because it's, it's sort of like, why not? Right. I mean, repeat purchase is like one of the biggest indicators in beauty. And if you can really like get people to have that stickiness, I mean, why not? Why not do same day delivery like every time you have an event, like you do a blowout or get Glam Squad to come over and do your nails? Um, Carolyn, I'm wondering a little bit about the content piece of it. Because, you know, one thing, I don't know, maybe I'm a beauty junkie in this way, but one thing that I've noticed quite a bit of is the amount of content on your pages now. And yep. I don't mean just like the homepage and and like the subcategory pages, but really like individual product pages. And I know that was like an intentional um, move for you all, but it's yes. been like ongoing. So will you talk to me a little bit about that? For sure. Yeah. I think that as a multi-branded beauty retailer, we are always trying to think about, you know, how do we serve up a different experience, um, make our experience unique, certainly to the competition or even, you know, offering a little bit more than maybe a brand partner could on their standalone site. And a couple of years ago, we made the commitment with really putting all of our focus and energy on our product pages. Like it was, we were on a mission. Every time we talked to brands, every time we, you know, internally thought about how to improve our Sephora.com experience, it always came back to how can we help the client learn more, understand more, sure, convert maybe at the time or just get prepared for the in-store experience. So we worked really hard and I'm really proud of what we've been able to do with our brand partners is just, you know, having all this sort of deep content on the product page to help make the decision in the moment. Now, I think there are other things that we've added on, um, you know, like shade finders or, you know, quizzes if you're, you know, wanting to try a new uh, conditioner, for example. We have sort of all those tools that help narrow things down. But I think what's super interesting about the product pages is not only, um, you know, do we have sort of those Sephora.com, you know, finders, but then we have our clients who like to tell us so many things. And it's so great, you know, whether that be in ratings and reviews or, you know, posting pictures of themselves with, this is how this blush is showing up, showing, showing up on my skin tone. And then, you know, as a client, you can sort of browse through those pictures, read those reviews, and really sort of, you know, 
it's it's like talking to a friend, right? About, you know, is this going to work for me? Is this going to look right for me? That's a, the number one thing when I get together with my friends. It's what's new at Sephora? Does this really work? You know, would this work on, you know, on me kind of thing? And I think it, it's almost that that friend um, that can be there for you <laughs> on the product page to, to help you get to that to that experience and that information. It's funny that you say that because, I mean, obviously I'm a mad re- review reader, but I would argue the UGC piece that you guys have added is so, you know, visceral in a good way <laughs> in the sense that like you can see what it looks like. You could see someone with your skin tone or your eye shape or your hair color. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things I think when you're buying certain products like foundation or concealer, you know, it might be a little bit more of a jump to buy on e-commerce versus something with replenishment. For sure, for sure. And I love that we have this community of clients who, you know, take the time, right, to to post these pictures and, get, you know, give their thoughts. Um, my favorite thing is that it always seems to be like they're sitting like in a car and they're taking a selfie. They're not driving. I always like to say that. Um, they're, you know, about to go in somewhere, maybe go to work, maybe go on a date, whatever it may be. And, you know, they snap that picture and then share it with our, our community. And it, it's just another tool and, and way that that helps you, you know, understand if you're going to want to try out this product. Do you think that's more important now than, say, all these virtual try-on tools? Or, you know, are they about equal? Because, you know, for me, at least, I know virtual try-on's hard. It's really yeah. hard. In certain categories, it's great, like lip. Um, but I still think that some of these other categories, it, it's really hard to crack, like face and and foundation. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think what we've seen, you know, over the years is that the tools for virtual try-on just aren't as realistic in real life, you know, as as you might want. So, you know, yes, in some categories, like you said, it can really work, can really give you a good idea. But to have this balance of real people, you know, and and what it looks like, um, in addition to the content that brands provide, I think just just gives a more um, true to life picture. I think the other thing, um, you know, that that we're so proud of, I'm so proud of personally that we've done at Sephora is this launch of Live Beauty Help, um, which is our chat um, feature that actually came about um, during the lockdown, during the pandemic as well, where we are enabling clients who hit Sephora.com to do chats with beauty advisors who actually um, are from our stores. So it's another way, you know, I'd much rather have a consultation, you know, with a real life beauty advisor who has this deep knowledge, product knowledge of everything that we carry at Sephora to kind of help guide me um, in my journey, you know, rather than, you know, the virtual tools that are out there right now. So, um, that's one thing that I think, you know, is going to be such a game changer for us, um, and our clients is really, you know, getting this, this universe of beauty advisors who know all the things about products at Sephora really connected with our clients who are shopping the website. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. 
Tell us a little bit more about Home Chat. I know you and I have talked about it before. And I think it's so interesting because I I remember thinking when I heard about it, is this about how much time spent with the person? Are these like 15 minute calls? Like, are they buying, are they putting things in cart for you? And you actually said it was totally the opposite. It was about quick, uh, really um, robust advice um, that someone can act on their own upon. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I think the concept of home chat really started with when stores were locked down and we're saying, you know, how can we utilize this great um, talent and knowledge that we have with our beauty advisors and let's get them set up from their homes to connect with clients who are hitting Sephora.com. And we sort of thought, you know, it's going to be 20 minute full face consultations and they even might want to do video and things like that. But what we really found, and it, it makes a lot of sense, right, is everybody's a really good texter. <laughs> Everyone, you know, and that's essentially what chat is. Um, so the thing that we're doing in our really day, in our everyday life, is what clients and you know really wanted from us. It's just, hey, I'm looking at this product page, you know, for this this new moisturizer. Really quick, do you think it'll work for you know oily comp- my oily skin type, right? Or is it too much moisture for me? So those kind of quick hits were really what our clients wanted. And I actually got a chance to to be a beauty advisor. I got to play a beauty advisor for a day and do the chats, and it was. So fast and furious, so fun. And a lot of, um, you know, a lot of just sort of foundation matching questions were a big one. I think, you know, to your point earlier about, um, you know, that's a tough category or a harder category to to sell on e-commerce or to to pull the trigger in, in a purchase perspective on e-commerce. Um, and just a lot of like, you know, I want to try something new. So I think that... Um, you know, it's it's been super fun and a great way too for our beauty advisors to really augment their overall Sephora experience, right? They get to work in our stores, get that deep product knowledge, but then also have this flexibility to, you know, have some hours and some time at home to service clients in a different way. So it's been a really great journey. And this has kind of opened up a totally new role at Sephora, right? For yes. the associate. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think that from, you know, how COVID changed life for all of us, right, was different ways to work from home, different, you know, different jobs that people were pursuing. And and I what I love about the home chat program is that it's utilizing this talent that we have in our stores and yeah, just giving them, you know, additional ways to 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 work with us at Sephora. Um, and, you know, we've had some great stories of, um, you know, people who maybe worked in our stores and needed to move away, um, you know, for, for whatever reason from that home store and move to an area where we don't have a Sephora location. And they're able to stay with Sephora, take on, you know, a home chat role and and just keep keep it in the family. So it's been it's been a really great story. Kind of going off of that, Carolyn, tell me a little bit about what you're thinking about, you know, social commerce and, you know, not to tie these two exactly together, but I think they're related, social commerce and live streaming. Because I feel like, 
you know, at the beginning of COVID, we saw a lot of founders go on Sephora, Instagram Live, and talk about their products and all of that. And then, of course, they could add to car in in their Instagram app. And then, of course, what's going on on TikTok now, it's just like a totally different game. Yes. Um, So social commerce is one, you know, that we've learned so much from our Sephora partners in China about, you know, that is, it is the universe of, you know, clients are buying everything and doing everything on apps um, and these social channels. And we were really excited to be, you know, one of the first to partner with Instagram on their shopping uh, social commerce journey. And we continue to to just test and 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 learn there. I do think that live stream is another way to, you know, educate a client. Like we talked about with product page content, just another avenue where you can see somebody. Um, you know, in in our case, what we've done is used uh, pro beauty artists from Sephora as the hosts, right? And they're sort of talking about their favorites, their tips and tricks and makeup application and things like that. So it's really an extension of, you know, um, content that obviously works really well in beauty. And we're, you know, continuing to to test and learn and 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 see, you know, if the U.S. consumer is, you know, going to really make the jump to social commerce in the way that we've seen um, in Asia. So, you know, more to come on that. I think it's just another great way to to engage with clients. And do you think, like, you know, the live streaming thing? It's so funny because I feel like, in some ways, you know people were so used to it with the HSNs and the QVCs yeah. of the world on TV. But now, you know, you're, there's so many like platforms that have come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. to do it on their own and, and are hosting shows with many of your brands. I mean, is that something that maybe you guys want to create in-house for your own team or thinking about? Yeah, we're always thinking about, um, you know, different ways to service the client. I think that you know, it makes a lot of sense for some of our brand partners and founders to to really go deep and have, you know, long shows and things like that makes so much sense for them. I think for Sephora, what we want to do is continue our uh, position and stances. We want to educate. We want to, you know, have a multi-branded format. So I think for us, you know, we will continue to test and learn. And it starts really with our partners, um, from, from the social, you know, space first, but you never know. It could be um, something that that we continue to, to build and do, do ourselves. Would you say you're prepped for holiday? Yes, I am so excited for holiday. As you, you might, you can tell from my Zoom background. Um, I'm actually really, I, I am so proud of the assortment that we have. I personally am like my shopping list (laughs) continues to grow um, with all the great assortment that we have, the deals that we have coming up. Uh, Yeah, I'm over the moon about it personally. And then for deals that are coming up, I think, you know, we are really committed to, you know, giving our clients really good deals. Um, You know, I think always at Sephora, but I think especially you know, this season and our brands really came to the table and we've just got really awesome stuff. And I'm really excited about our, you know, our home beauty or our home chat 
program, you know, they're going to be ready, you know, and primed to help people figure out gifts this holiday. I think that's something new. And then of course we have same day this year. So I think that's going to be a game changer, last minute gifts. Um, you know, I, fortunately I, you know, I've been invited to some holiday stuff already and it's like, you know, hostess gifts and things like that. Um, so we're really, I'm just excited that there's just new ways to shop too. Um, and I think same day is going to be a game changer for gifting as well. Well, that's what I wanted to know, just because, you know, I've been getting so many emails from, you know, D to C brands or even big brands and being like, you better order this by November 1st or November 5th, if you have any hopes of getting this to, um, to that special someone. And, you know, it's giving me a heart attack really with my nieces and nephews because they actually need to open their presents right. on Christmas day. But, you know, I, I would agree with you. Like, you know, when you have that, when you're so used to that flexibility and that speed, how do you then just say, oh no, I'm going to buy things two months early. I don't think anybody's shopping like that anymore. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. And I think that, you know, we are very well positioned, I would say. I want to, you know, I want to knock on every piece of wood, but I feel really good about our inventory position. I think, you know, we were optimistic about holiday this year, you know, months ago. So we went deep um, and, you know, I think we have the stuff. And then I think we're going to be able to service our clients, you know, right up to the last minute um, with same day. So I think that it's a, it's a, it's a new way for us to, to deliver. Um, but I also think, you know, we're going to have the stuff. So yeah, of course there's those things, you know, a couple like our Sephora favorites fragrance set that always sells out early. Okay. That's the one that I would say, okay, maybe if you need that one, maybe do that one early. <laughs> um, but I think we're in really great shape for holiday. What would you say? I mean, early trends, what is trending on e-commerce from like people, people are buying already? Because I know the kits are all over the place and really everybody, you buy that for at least one person on the people you're buying presents for. Right. And then you have to buy one for yourself. So definitely fragrance. I mean, I think that, um, you know, that, that Sephora favorites, the sampler set is the number one skew right now, sort of out of the gate. I would also say that lip is really making a comeback. I mean, people are, you know, able to to put on lipstick again and and sort of want to refresh, you know, the colors that they have and things like that. So I think our lip sets are also um, awesome and doing well sort of out of the gate right now. And then of course, like so much happening, um, in skincare. And I think that, you know, people are, have taken really good care of their skin, you know, during this zoom life and, and all, and lockdown and they're continuing to do that. So seeing lots of, um, you know, lots of bestsellers coming from our, our skincare area as well. Last question for you. You know, I feel like the customer is more educated than ever. I mean, at least the beauty junkie or, you know, the skin intellectual, which yes. is this new funny term that's come up during COVID. But, you know, I'm wondering like when some of your questions you're getting or some of the content you're seeing clicked on the most, is it these things that we in the industry talk about all the time? Like clean beauty, CBD, sustainability. Like I always am wondering how much is it really about those big buzzwords we're hearing versus actually product payoff and and what people love. 
Yeah, you know, I would say it's both. I mean, certainly we've seen spikes in searches for niacinamide, you know, and everyone seems to know that term now. Um, and we have lots of products that that contain that and brands are, you know, coming coming to the party um, and sort of reacting, I think, to those trends. I would also say then when it gets down to the product page or the conversion moment, or when you go into store, right, and and consult with a beauty advisor, I think that that's where the the question of, is this going to work for me? Is this right for me? Um, and that's where the client makes their decision. So I think, sure, it can start with a an ingredient trend or sort of more of a buzzy uh, word, but it always goes back to, you know, am I going to make this investment and, and does this look right for me or feel right for me. Okay, last, last question, Carolyn, because I, you know, I have to keep you for just a little bit longer. You know, I think one of the things that we learned a lot about during COVID was that these behavioral changes and everyone was so excited about boomers, you know, buying online and being able to to shop and be savvy online. But, you know, Gen Z, for instance, where everybody's talking about and everybody's really focused on right now, have have grown up this way. So have you noticed any sort of big, big behavioral changes with them? Or, you know, is it all mobile or is it all, you know, desktop? Or I'm just wondering, because I think that that's something that we are all still trying to crack. Yeah. You know, I would say that, um, I yeah, I think Sephora also as a brand has grown up a little bit, you know, with the same mobile journey. And we used to, you know, I remember the moment where I had to approve something for my team. Okay, we all need phones because we have to stop queuing the site on desktop, right? <laughs> like, so I do think that, you know, it's it's phone first always. Um, and then I think there's a question too about, is it, you know, apps and our apps dead and thing like, things like that? We're absolutely not seeing that. Um, we... Um, our clients love the app and we continue to gain new clients and downloads every day with our app. So I think that we're always, you know, adjusting to maybe sort of format trends, right? Like scrolling. So as everyone got used to scrolling on Instagram, you know, we sort of positioned our content on apps and mobile web, you know, in a different way that sort of more mimicked that scrolling um, action, and we always used to be very careful about, okay, is it too much content and what's below the fold and above the fold? And we really found that clients have just gotten used to, you know, this the, the, the thumb scroll forever. If they're interested and they're engaged, um, you know, and we're delivering content that's relevant, then, you know, that's, that's you know, the right place to be um, and mimic and do for our clients. So certainly things have, have evolved. Um, you know, I guess I would say that the, t- the two main things that we talked about, right. Things like chatting with beauty advisors, you know, that's something that's just become more of the norm. Um, and what I love about the way that we're doing it at Sephora is it's with real life, you know, not bots, beauty advisors who have, you know, work in our stores at the same time. Um, and then things like same day, you know, I think that's just now an expectation from everybody, boomers, <laughs> you know, down, down to, um, you know, teenagers. And so I think that we just continue to evolve with our clients and, and give them the best way to shop. 
Thank you so much, Carolyn. It's so great seeing you and having you on. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, how much same day delivery is going to be happening over uh, this holiday season because we're all going to need it. Me too. And check it out because it's super addictive and fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Tune in next week for another episode. And of course, that means if you haven't subscribed, please hit that button.